Welcome back to PCA 2022. Barry Duplissy here, part of the Cigar Coop Coalition. Ben Lee behind the camera. Will Cooper and Aaron Nielsen has joined us for day two coverage. We're so excited to be here at the Lafleur Dominicana booth. And uh, I am sitting with the man, the myth, the legend, the icon, the man who brought you La Hero, Mr. Lito Gomez. Lito, so good to see you. Bear, pleasure to meet you. And, so, and thanks for coming by here. Thank you, Coop. Absolutely. And, and, uh, uh, it's always great to have you. Absolutely. Now this is this is an incredible honor, and this is a this is a milestone of a different kind. We're going to talk about milestones here in a minute. Over 25 years of amazing business that you've brought, an amazing contribution you've brought to this industry. But this is a different anniversary of a different kind. Ten years ago, I met you for the very first time, and for me, that was uh, one of the most incredible moments. Uh, as I got into this industry, and as Coop is uh, fond of saying, uh, it was a fanboy moment for me because I was really excited to meet you. And my former general manager, Michael's Tobacco, loves telling the story because, well, let's just face it, I was like a kid in a candy store when I first met you. But we all have journeys. We all have we all have foundations that we build on, and I'm so glad to be sitting here 10 years later, sitting with you, celebrating over 25 years of amazing contribution to this industry. Uh, Lito, I can't congratulate you enough, and we're continuing to build upon that story, aren't we? Listen, your words are very nice, and, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, you, over these 10 years, you have grown in your position as, as one of the persons that take our story to the public. And, you know, without you guys, uh, I don't know what we will do, how we will take our message to the consumers. So I admire what you guys do, uh, and, and uh, it's so important for our industry. And uh, congratulations for your growth uh, in your position. That's very humbling. Uh, as, as bringing our message to, uh, to the public out there. And... Uh, uh, and, and, and you say something that uh, uh, that you were very excited when you met me and, and uh, sitting where I am and, and uh, starting the way I started um, to me when I meet somebody that comes to see me and uh, uh, somebody that smokes our cigar um, for me, it's like I'm the one that feels that emotion. I'm the one that feels like blessed uh, and thankful. Uh, and uh, I, I'm like a kid in, in, in a candy store. Uh, when I see somebody 28 years later, cook, 28 years later, I still get so excited when I see somebody smoking one of our cigars. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, and. I'm, I'm the one having the honor and, and, and the, uh, the excitement. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, so I, I always, you know, convey this to consumers or, or whoever I talk to, because, you know, they ask me to sign a box or, or you know, they want to take a picture with me. I'm the one that want, you know, that I want to take a picture with a consumer uh, uh, because I just feel so blessed to uh, uh, being able to um, uh, have somebody that enjoys the product that we make so uh so you want to let you know how i feel about it of know? course of course and you speak about that in product enjoyment and i remember the last time i interviewed you for and this is one of the biggest takeaways i've ever had um from just you in general was you were telling us a story about a man that you met one time one of your customers who every day his cigar was the florida minicana chisel and 
He relied upon that every morning. That's how he started his day, um, which might seem crazy to a lot of smokers out there to start with it to chisel, but that was his cigar, and that was his moment that he chose. And what touched you about it also motivated you because what you talked about was having that responsibility to just him, and but you have that approach to everybody. Talk a little bit about that responsibility that you've taken hold over all these years. Uh, it, it, it's you know that guy made me realize, and I mean, it, I I always been very respectful to our consumers, uh, and you know. Uh, many times we are in back order in, in you know x number of our products and and the reason we we are in back order is because if if i don't have the the tobaccos that go into a specific blend i won't just i just won't make the cigars i i, I don't change blends in order to sell a cigar okay i, I just respect always respected our consumers uh, and our, our retailers our, our customers um, and our plans, uh, but when I spoke to that, you know, that man told me he smoked that cigar. That's the only cigar he smoking every day, and he's been smoking that cigar for so many years, and and he knows that cigar better than I do. He knows that I don't smoke that cigar every day. Right. And and uh, so when he sits down to smoke, he is expecting something, and my obligation is to give that to him. I work for that guy, and for thousands like him, okay, and uh, um, so it made me really understand, you know, the responsibility that I have with all the consumers that, that, we, that smoke La Flor Dominicana. And it's not just a responsibility that you share with your consumers, it's a responsibility that you've passed on to the next generation. We, we see over there that uh, your son Tony, uh, who created some incredible cigars over the last few years, Chapter 1, Capatoya 2, the list goes on. And now this year, we're going to be talking about your other son in just a moment. But as you've seen your, your children come into this business and plant their own flag, and that, that responsibility that they've taken, that has to bring you immense pride. It does, it does, it, it, it changes my, my perspective of the future. Um, how do I explain this? Um, so, I don't want to die the day I die. It means when I'm gone, I have to have left something behind that says that, yeah, Lito Gomez leave. And he left something behind, uh, and that they will, you know, my children will have me present, and, and what they learn from me, uh, and and uh, and that I built something for my family, for for the next generations, uh, and uh, um, and you know, when I started, you know, I I was like in in the world of premium cigars, I was like pretty much the only guy that was first generation. You know, and, yeah. and, and I will listen to my friends and, you know, Carlito and George and, you know, and, and they'll talk about the generations. Man, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look at them and you know, they were my friends, they're still my closest friends. Uh, and uh, I said, you know, my God, you know, I hope that one day my children can, you know, uh, uh, stand in a podium and, and talk about, you know, that they're second generation uh, uh, in, in cigars. Uh, cigar making and uh, so 
it, it's like a major blessing for me to see them come to the company and to like the business, to like the industry. Yeah. Because, yeah, you may come to a company, but you may not like it. But they don't only came, you know, come to the business, but they, they fall in love with the industry. Tony's in love with the industry from, like, you know, a month after he started. And, and uh, uh, Lito will, uh, it, it looks like he was going to love it too. Uh, and, and that's the part that tells me, okay, they're going to stay in the business. Uh, they're going to stay in, in, in the industry uh, uh, for the rest of their lives because they just fell in love with it. No, it's, it's absolutely clear that Tony shares your love of this industry and his creations, and he's taking your lessons that you've built and you've, you've built upon it, and he's built upon it and created his own way. So now we talk about your other son, Lito Gomez Jr., who's been in part of the industry for a couple of years now. I, 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 I used to sneak Lito into the uh, uh, into a trade show when he was 14. <laughs> I, I would sneak him in through some back doors. Uh, I would always look for a back entrance, and I would, I would take him there, and then I'd come from the inside and open the door, and he would sneak in. <laughs> because he was not, by his age, he was not allowed here. Uh, and uh, so he would stay, you know, try to stay low key in our booth, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but he was there, and he was meeting uh, uh, our customers, our retailers, uh, and, uh, and the following year, he would remember each each name of each one of our retailers, and, and he would go and say hi, and and, uh, uh, and, and engage in conversation at a young, very young age, uh, and uh, uh, and that's been since he's 14, so, uh, He's, uh, he knows most of our customers. So he's a veteran at this point. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, um, yeah, it, it's almost a veteran in that regard. And, uh, uh, and then, uh, you know, now he is uh, um, finishing school. He's got one more year to go. And, and uh, uh, once that happens, he will come full time into, uh, into our company. And, um, uh, and, you know, I cook a lot. Like, you know, I like cooking, and he grew up with me cooking, okay? And uh, I always admire his taste capability, uh, his palate. Uh, he will tell me, you know, you got too much oregano in here, or you got too much parsley. <laughs> it is taking over the dish, okay? Uh, and he will criticize me. Uh, and he will, you know, he was able to feel all this difference uh, in, in the dishes that I would make. Uh, and uh, so he's got a great sense of uh, taste and uh, uh, great palate. Uh, and so now, you know, when he, when he told me he wanted to uh, make a blend, um, I said, that's great, that's great. Uh, and uh, so he had to go through the whole process, you know, I set up a table with a lot of different leaves. Uh, Start from the beginning. And. You know, and I told him you're gonna smoke each one of these types of tobacco individually with no blend. Okay, you're gonna understand what each one of them tastes. And then you're gonna make a decision based on your own liking, which ones you will put together. And you're gonna do three or four times until you get one blend that is gonna impress you. And that you're gonna feel confident enough to bring it to uh, the pub, and you're gonna stand in front of a consumer. You're gonna give him a cigar, and you're gonna have to be confident that that's a good cigar. And uh, 
and, and that is the key. Don't just make a blend because you think it's going to sell. Right. Okay. That doesn't work. Uh, you have to like it yourself. And so through this process, the Soli was born. The what? The yeah, so, yeah. The Soli was born, and so that's what you guys are bringing. Uh, that's new to the trade show. Uh, this is, uh, you know, you you weren't able to come last year, but you've always been a huge supporter of the PC. I remember uh, pre-pandemic, um, you were one of you were the very first person to voice your support for the PCA when other companies had pulled out. And now you come back this year, you never left, but the booth is back and your family's back and you're here and you're announcing the Soli. It has to feel good to sit here and talk with customers once again. Uh, uh, you have no idea. I mean, like, uh, here's the reason, here's the reason I, I come to a trade show, okay? Um, I, I'm not selling cigars, uh, and if, probably if I didn't come to a show and we do this by phone, we call our customers, all of them, uh, we do the same amount of uh, uh, dollar in sales, okay? That's not what I come here for. I, I come here to talk to my customers, talk to the retailers. They're the ones that are in contact with the consumers mm -hmm. every day, and uh, when I talk to them, I want to get a sense of how is my company doing? Right. How am I doing as a cigar maker? How is La Flor Dominicana doing in your stores? Okay, what are the what are the comments of the consumers? Do we have a following? Are people loyal to our brand? Uh, um, this is what I want to get coming to a show. And because I am at the factory 90% of the time, I don't go travel around the country visiting retailers. I don't do that uh, a lot. Um, uh, so my uh, the only time that I get to see uh, most of our retailers is when I come here, and I get a chance to talk to them and, and go back to go back to the American Republic and say, okay, we're doing good, okay, or we need to improve this, uh, or, or, um, <coughs> and that, and that's what I get coming to a show. That's and, great. and it's a tremendous, uh, it's very energetic, uh, and it, it was this kind of uh, energy that I needed, that, you know, this feedback that I needed. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm very excited to be Good back. for the soul. Yeah. So with your customers coming in the last couple <laughs> of days, Lito Gomez Jr.'s son uh, showcasing his very first cigar to market. You know, what's been, the, what's been the reception for Soli? Is it everything that you could have dreamed of yes. as a father? Yeah. Yep, yes. Yeah, um, uh, he's very happy, um, and uh, uh, everybody has good comments uh, about the presentation first, and then you know, uh, take a sample and they smoke it, and you know, the next day we see them, and they make comments on the cigars, uh, and so so far it's been very positive. Uh, uh, I can't ask for more. That's great. Well, we couldn't ask for more either, Lito. Thank you so much for sitting down with us for a few minutes today. We know it, you're a very, very, very busy man, and this is a very busy trade show. It's great to have, it's great to sit down with you, have the time with you, and uh, talk a little bit more about the story that you continue to build on, and that legacy that you mentioned a few moments ago about leaving behind. Uh, but there's still a lot left, and there's still a lot more to the 40 Minute Con story as you continue. Lito, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, okay? The icon, Lito Gomez, everybody. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Hi, guys. Okay, see you soon.